coffee session with Mo, a time where I seek to engage in a meaningful discussion on life, faith, and personal growth aimed at inspiring and encouraging you. So settle in, grab a cup of coffee if you like, and join me for an inspiring conversation. Welcome to this episode of Coffee Session with Mo. Thank you so much for joining in on this episode. If this is your first time of listening to Coffee Session with Mo, my name is Mo Bonjubadi, and that's where I get the Mo from. Thank you for joining in. In the last episode, I had David Ladi, who together we discussed um, the topic dealing with inadequacies, and um, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, please let me know by replying on the question. If you're listening from Spotify, you can respond by telling me what you think about that podcast. I really like to know. Um, well, on this episode, this is more like a part two of the last episode dealing with inadequacies. I'll be wrapping up on the topic dealing with inadequacies and I highlighting some areas. In the last episode, I gave some definitions of inadequacies, but I'll be reading out something I saw in Berkeley Wellbeing Institute by Chicky Davis. I just hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly. And it's on what is an inadequacy complex. And it reads, the American Psychology Association defines an inadequacy complex, more commonly known as an inferiority complex, as a feeling of inadequacy or insecurity coming from actual or imagined physical or psychological deficiencies, this feeling of being less than or inferior to others can often cause us to shut down in bracket withdraw or act aggressively depending on our coping style and what helps us best manage these feelings. So how do we deal with these inadequacies or these feelings I meant to say? Please know that this is a part two and that I would suggest that you listen to the part one. And also please bear in mind that these are my thoughts and they are yeah, my thoughts and I'm sharing them with you and I hope they are helpful. So number one, and it's the major one, like it's the major, major, major one. And it is total dependence on God that jesus is literally your life your everything getting to the point where you commit every single thing into the hands of lord jesus the seemingly big things and the seemingly small things in some cases um sometimes perhaps you see some person or somebody just committing the big parts of their life to god no it's in the big things and the seemingly small things you know in things that seem big to you and things that seem smart to you, committing every single thing into the hands of God, allowing the Lord help you, you know, committing it into his hands and letting him help you, settling in your mind and art, as long as you're a believer, as long as you're a child of God, you need God's help. Settle that in your mind, like just settle it in your mind, in your heart that in this life, you really can't do anything by yourself. If you're a believer, you literally need the help of God every single step of the way. And in total dependence on God includes praying, waiting on him, fellowshipping with Jesus, asking him for direction, and following his leadings, knowing that as a person, as a human being, you are helpless and you need Jesus in every single area of your life, all the way. See, let me tell you this, in this life, we all really need Jesus. We need his help, we need his guidance, we need his leadings, we need his directions to succeed. And success in this instance or in this context is in the eyes of God. So when I mean succeed, is succeed as far as success in the eyes of God is concerned. Now, now the Bible says in Proverbs 16 verse 3, 
and I'm reading the amplified version. It says that commit your works to the Lord, submit and trust in him and your plans will succeed if you respond to his will and guidance. So, so literally when it comes to dealing with inadequacies, you need to understand that in this life, you cannot succeed as far as success in the eyes of God is concerned by yourself in every single area of your life. You literally need the help of God. You need God to help. You need the Lord Jesus to guide you. You need him to lead you. You need him to help you at work, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, you literally need him to help. You really can't do anything by your own self. And this is for people who are believers, people who have received Jesus into their life. I'm talking to people of that light because it makes more sense to us as a believer, you really can't live life by yourself. You need God's help. And so when you, when it comes to dealing with adequacies, you need to understand that, see, I'm human. I really can't do things by myself. I really don't know the best way to go about it. I'm incapable by myself to do things. I need the help of God. There is nothing that you cannot do as long as God is with you. So settling that in your mind, I believe would help and go a long way to, you know, understanding that, you know, at the end of the day, it's not just me. God of the universe is helping me and with him, I can do all things. And so at the end of the day, you're, you're living your life totally dependent on God. You're totally dependent on him. And when you know that, when you settle that in your mind, I personally think that it helps to clean out every sort of inadequacies because you come to the realization that, you know what, it's not just me doing this. I'm, I'm not even the one doing this. I've committed it into the hands of God and he's helping me. And with him, I can do all things. You can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens you, you know? And so settling your mind that you need the Lord's help and committing every single thing into his hands, totally depending on him. Also, I want to say this, don't compare yourself with anyone. I want you to settle this right in your mind. You're you and nobody's you. God created you, God created me, and we are not the same. So your life is not my life. You're a different person. I'm a different person, but you're you and you compare yourself to some other person doesn't make any sense. Like it's just, doesn't make sense. I know we're humans and because we're humans, sometimes you start to compare yourself and say, oh, this is happening with this person. Why is it not happening with you? It doesn't make sense because you're you like, I don't know how to put this in your head or your mind to see how you're different from every other person and you comparing yourself with another person doesn't make any sense like you're you and you know understanding that you're you and nobody is like you and god has called you for a purpose and it is purpose for your life not another person's and there is a way is building you up there's a way god is leading you there's a way god is guiding you you know there's a way it's dealing with you and it doesn't make sense to compare yourself to another person. When you start seeing somebody doing something or, you know, being someone and you start comparing yourself and then it start affecting how you see yourself. You feel like you're inadequate because of what you see some other person getting or the other person's achieving, forgetting that you're different. Now, I'm not saying that you don't aspire to be better and then you see other people's life and it sort of encourages you to be better, right? what i'm saying is do not compare yourself be a better person not even just because some other person is a better person but because you need to be a better person as far as god has called you to be you need to walk the right kind of life you need to go the part that god is directing you you need to obey the word of god you know 
But don't compare yourself with some other person. God is leading you. God is guiding. God is dealing with you as a person. Go with the dealings of the Lord and don't compare yourself with some other person. Instead of comparing yourself with another person, why not put in all the efforts that you can to be the best version of who God has called you to be? You know, as human beings, first, we are human beings. Okay, not first. As believers, better off or better put. There's something that God has put in you. There's that gift. We have gifts, you know. There's that gift or there are gifts that God has put inside of you that necessarily may, may not put inside of me. The things that with ease I can do it, wake me up in, in the middle of the night and tell me to do this and I'll deliver. And then some other person might not be able to deliver as much as I can. But what I'm trying to say or the point I'm trying to make is that you have gifts. There's that gift inside of you. There are gifts inside of me. And God has put inside of me, right? Now, if you start looking at the gifts that God has put inside of me, because it looks like, or maybe you see, you're looking at the gifts that God has put inside of somebody else. And that person is actually maximizing all the God has put inside of them. And you're comparing yourself with that person. It doesn't make sense. What about you and what God has put inside of you? Why not maximize it? Why not make the most of it? Why must you, why should you, it doesn't make any sense to compare yourself with another person, you know? So put in the efforts, all the efforts you can, as far as God would encourage you to and help you to, to be the best version of who he has called you to be. Don't look at another person. They are they, they are them, and you are you, you know. Be the best version of who God has called you to be. I have a podcast episode where I talk about, um, sort of talk about comparison. It is titled, You're Uniquely Different. Be you and beautiful at it. I really can't remember what episode t- um, number it is, but it's one of um, my podcast episodes. Now, in the last episode, Dealing with Inadequacies Part 1, one of the things I highlighted was consistency. The need to be consistent in whatever good thing that you're doing, as far as God is concerned. The need to be consistent and that once you continue to do something, acquiring all the necessary skills, you begin to gain mastery. Um, aside from all other things that you need to do to gain mastery, mastery. And once you've gained mastery, there's this confidence you have. So for instance, let's say you're a broadcaster. Once you continue at it and you practice, you practice, once you um, get all the necessary skills, learn more how to, you know, speak better, pronounce your words correctly, you know, and things of that sort. There's that mastery that you gain. And once you gain mastery, there's that confidence. There's a limit to how inadequate you can feel in that area because you've been consistent. You've put in efforts, the right kind of efforts by learning, acquiring the right skills. And there's that mastery and confidence that you have. So we highlighted that. So if you have not listened to part one, do listen to it. And then I thought to just share this or to hard this and say that let's say you started out something positive as far as god is going to say positive in, in in the light of the word of god like something positive something good but for a certain reason you fell out now this is what i want to say please don't remain there so let's say you started putting out um you have a youtube
um, channel and you started putting out episodes and maybe you normally you're meant to put out episodes twice in a month or twice in a month and for some reasons you fell out of that and you stop putting out episodes maybe it's just that they put it once in a month or you stop putting at all please snap back of it and get back on your feet you know don't remain there pick up from where you left off and continue the reason i'm saying is personally i had a a schedule of when i meant to put out podcast and i sort of at some point fell out of it but i'm not remaining there i'm going to get up on my feet and continue point is for consistency the point i'm trying to make is even if it looks like you're falling out of that snap back of it get back on your feet and do the things that you've set to do be consistent so in consistency i'm saying that even if it looks like you fell out of it or you literally fell out of it Please snap back of it, get back on your feet and continue. For a righteous man falls seven times and rises again. You find that in Proverbs 24, verse 16, the amplified version, you know. And even if it looks like you're falling short, like I said, and he appears to confirm, you know, sometimes you fall short and he appears like he's confirming those thoughts of inadequacies. Please get back on your feet and affirm the word of God that speaks to the situation. And even if it's like you didn't really fall short, or something but whenever you have thoughts of inadequacies when it come to your mind telling you're not good enough you can't do this you are a non-entity and if you've not listened to the podcast episode on you're not a non-entity please listen to it you know whenever those thoughts come to mind please remind yourself and settle in on what god has said concerning you the word of god settling on the word of god counter it with the word of God because the word of God is truth. Anything outside of the word of God is not truth. The word of God is the truth. Like Jesus is the truth. Whatever Jesus has not said about you, whatever the word of God is not saying about you, that's not you. And if that's not you, then you don't believe that. You don't take it in. You only take in and settle in your mind, in your heart, only what God has said about you, only what the word of God has said concerning you, because the word of God will never confirm thoughts of inadequacies. And with this, I've come to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fabulous and wonderful week ahead. Bye.